0: Welcome to Orbical Times Podcast, and hello to everyone, whatever part of the globe you're from or happen to reside in. My name is Kelly Jo, and here we'll provide armchair conversations gathered from interviews and research reviews to explore the seen, the unseen, and the in-between of the supernatural paranormal phenomena, with topics that circle around spirit orbs, NDEs, OBEs, UFOs, time slips, mystical moments, higher consciousness, and more. I hope that this cast will be our meeting place in Judge Free Zone where we can explore, learn, and grow through The Telling Of. This cast will be launched on a monthly basis or a bi-weekly schedule whenever I'm able to make contact with those in the know for their telling of. Speaking of those in the know and The Telling Of, have you had mystical moments or other supernatural paranormal experiences? Care to share on this cast? Then consider stepping into the light with your telling of or send in your monologue for me to read on this podcast. Simply email... Times podcast at gmail.com for chess to contribute to this cast.
1: As you were saying, there was no footsteps. And I remember being afraid, thinking, is somebody underneath the porch?" This was around the time of the clown epidemic. If there's any millennials who listen to this, I don't know, but they would definitely uh, remember the hold, the absolute hold that that had on us. The doorbell rings, Who knows what's going to happen, right? Could could get crazy.
0: I have written and spoken about only a few of my supernatural, paranormal, UFO experiences. And it's inevitable that I seem to inject my daughter's name into the narrative, which had me thinking, I should really have my daughter on the podcast. And so I asked her, and she agreed, and I'm glad she's here. Hi, Chloe. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on.
1: Hi, Mom. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm so
0: excited that you decided to, uh, to share all your, exp- or some of your experiences anyways. Yeah, so it'll be up to you uh, if you want to start off with your first memory of supernatural UFO experience. It's up to you.
1: Well, that's, uh, that's a great question. Where to start? Um, <laughs> you and I have had so many interesting experiences over our lifetimes, both together and separately.
0: Maybe the best thing, I think what I'm going to do, because this show tends to be based on orbs, that's sort of the foundation. So can I ask you if you can remember what your first sighting was of an orb? Yeah, absolutely. Whether that was something that you filmed in video or seeing a picture, let's say, of when we first moved into this house as an example.
1: So I I think that my knowledge of orbs probably, yes, would have been when we first moved into uh, the house that, that you still live in. No. That would have been in 2011. Mm-hmm. And I do remember mm-hmm. us taking some pictures. Of the house of my bedroom, different parts of the house, and, and having these sort of strange anomalies showing up in the photograph. And I don't think either of us at that point mm-hmm. in time knew, knew what those were. Now, that was something that obviously you couldn't see with the naked eye at that point in time. Um, but that would have been my first... Experience with that
0: from when we first moved in here, which you're right, it's about 15 years ago. Of this super huge orb in the dining room before we had put our set in there, it was still a clear room. And also in your bedroom when you were sitting at your desk in a few shots. Yes. Don't know if you remember that one, but I do remember those ones. Yeah. It's funny. We saw them. we I think that we noted them, but we were like, "Ah, okay, they're orbs and then move on i don't that even was it?
1: recall us thinking that they were orbs i okay. i just remember us looking and going oh that's that's sort of weird i wonder what happened with the camera there and not really connecting the dots on that mm-hmm. too much until years later um and looking at those those photos and going doesn't that kind of look like like okay. an orb like like things that you know they talk about on those on those tv shows and
0: Probably some of those paranormal shows that yes, we used to watch yes, every now and then. The ghost
1: hunters and the, um, and I do remember having a friend who lived in the house with us.
0: And it wasn't a, an imaginary
1: friend. No, no, no. this was, this was a, <laughs> to me, uh, a physical being. Um, it mm-hmm. wasn't, I never really had imaginary friends as, as a child. I had a great imagination. I was able to clearly draw the line between reality and And what my fantasy worlds of, you know, my dolls and things were, were having their adventures. Yeah. I do remember having a friend. He was uh, an adult man. Now. I think I was too young to really be able to get a good idea of how old he was. But I knew that he was an adult and I can still recall him. He had a very calming sort of paternal presence to me. He was dressed a red and black checkered shirt, almost what you would think of like a lumberjack would wear. Yeah. And he had, I, I want to say, blue overalls or blue jeans. Um, and he had very dark, slicked back, like gelled back hair. Um, and he was he was a white white guy and yeah i i just remember that he would he would play games with me which was just i was thrilled with you know didn't have that many playmates because we were sort of out in the country so i was thrilled to have this visitor who would you know come and you know spend some time with me he would play shop with me was a game that, that we liked where he would move my dresser out for me pretend to be the shopkeeper and and go back and forth like like that and that was pretty great for me as a kid. Got anything to add? Obviously, as an adult memory, you might have um, some more clarity than I would.
0: The first time that I can recall uh, finding out about him, I remember sitting you up on the bed and you told me it was a man and and you described him. And I said, you know, I I wasn't like, oh, you're just um, imagining this, Chloe. I remember being okay. And what else can you tell me about him? I was getting the Mm -hmm. specifics from you. I believed you right away.
1: We were in the middle of a game of, of shop, actually, and, and then yeah. there was a sound at the door, and he looked over, and I looked over, and you came in, and yeah, just like what you're saying, you I remember you picking me up and putting me on the bed, and I sort of looked around and went, I don't know where he is now, but he was here. Right, I
0: think that you were standing in front of your dresser yes playing with the toys mm-hmm. and you were you were describing you know that he was there that he was playing with you uh that he would get over to the other side
1: that's right um, yeah.
0: you were very there was no reason for me then or or later on to think oh this is just a playmate she's imagining that's just not how you uh, rolled no and <laughs> i roll. do
1: remember as well uh, being a four-year-old girl, I didn't have that much strength. And I do remember one of the first things that you latched on to looking at my dresser, which had been moved, he had moved it to walk behind it and saying, yes. What happened to your, you know, asking me like, did you move it? And, yes. and me sort of thinking, well, of course I can't move it myself. <laughs> you know, that's that's not possible. <laughs> uh, but I do remember you being confused about that and wondering, you know, how did you how did you move that yourself?
0: Now, I can't recall if this happened before or after. I do remember whether I heard it and or sensed it at the same time. But I came into your room or at the, at the doorway and you were sitting on the floor with your back leaning on your bed, if you will, or the bed frame. And you had a hat on, you know, you were playing, mm-hmm. but you turned to me and I could tell by your face like something was wrong. And I said, what just happened? And you said your school
1: bag. That, that was an entirely different time. I think that was. I think that was later on. It was, no, no, it was I know. probably months later. Um, it, yeah, it, no, I that was that was weird. I remember. Um, yeah, it was sitting. But, it was near the cupboard, but it was it was on the wall, just beside the cupboard, um, just leaning against it. And I was sitting. Yeah, I think up against my bed, and and all of a sudden it was it was a very strange way that it moved. It suddenly went down on a 90 degree angle so it was it was leaning on its rest i guess the bottom of it was against the ground and then it suddenly did a 90 degree flop onto its face and then it was there for maybe a second half a second and then it went across the floor uh, a good probably two or three feet oh um, yes almost you know in a straight line perfectly straight line but what was interesting was it wasn't it didn't fall and go it fell onto its face, it was still for a moment, and then it moved. And I remember being
0: terrified of that. Yeah, it's funny, because almost running to your room, again, I don't recall if I heard it, like go across the rug, or if I just sensed there's something up. I I really don't. Yeah, I cannot recall that. But you also, I don't know if you were just in shock, but you didn't, you know, get up, run to me, you were crying, you didn't scream. I just said, what's happened and then you told me and then I guess we chatted about it and like that i know that i can recall one other incident and that is when you had come into our bed mine and your father's and you know it was early in the morning and you had woken up and you you know you wanted to get active and we were you know just waking up and and i remember opening my eyes and looking at you and going what's the matter or what's wrong well if you recall that you can take it from there because you said to me
1: what I recall is you said,
0: "Mummy, there's a man. I remember that.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. So this was, was one of the only negative experiences that I had with the man in the house, at, in that house. Um, mm-hmm. And that was, yeah, I, I had gotten into bed and I was laying in between you, t- you two, you and dad. I looked over and the bed was not across from the door, but it was so that the head of the bed was facing the door. Which that's is right. on the third wall over if you were at the head of the bed and looked directly down you would see a wall and then a little bit to the right there was the door right so i, I remember looking over and seeing the man in the house um, unmistakably it was him it was the same you know height weight age clothing everything the only thing that was different about him was that now rather than being a physical person as i'd always thought that he was he always appeared solid to me he was um transparent so i could see him but i could also see through him and i recall that being disturbing to me because i didn't understand any of and i remember the expression on his face was very dark And I remember being afraid of him, but not for myself, but for for you and dad, because I knew uh, instinctively that he wanted to do you and dad harm because he had told me, oh, your mom and your dad are bad. They're no good. Uh, I don't like them. I don't want them here. I like you. You're very good girl. You know, these kinds of things. And I remember watching him watching you two with a very dark and malignant expression on his face.
0: Yeah, that's terrifying. No, I do. Re- I do remember um, speaking with you at that moment mm-hmm. in detail. You were giving me information. You also described that he wore um, to hold up his pants, which would make sense back in a day.
1: Ah, oh, suspenders, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that must be. I could. I knew he was wearing blue jeans, and and I couldn't remember if he was wearing overalls or or something. But it must have been suspenders then. Uh, I guess two decades has gone by my memories on that that particular detail
0: yeah we don't we don't really we don't rehash this you know very much this story so it's an interesting uh, information that you you give about him uh, not liking us uh, which sort of ties into and I'm just I'm not really going to talk about this too much because this is me interviewing you but Mm. it does I think play into the fact of in that same room when I had a out of body experience and I could see myself in bed when I was up in the corner of the ceiling and the thing that shot me back into my body was the thought that I can't be out of here, somebody might take over my body. Now, at that time, I had no reason to have that thought, first of all, wasn't reading up on that kind of stuff. I mean, we just had other things going on. And Um, that does
1: track, I think, very well, because the overall impression from him that I got as a child and looking back, I understand now how it was a bit more sinister, but mm -hmm. was was him wanting me or wanting to be the caretaker figure in my life.
0: Did he ever tell you his name?
1: No, he did not. Or if he did, I I can't remember that.
0: Did you get the impression that he was from that house?
1: Well, that's sort of a good question. I didn't get the feeling that he was coming and going. It was something that he seemed intrinsically linked to that particular place. He didn't come with me to school or or I never saw him out in the backyard or front yard or anything like that. It was always the house was the only place that I had any sort of interaction with him
0: now what's interesting about this story is that now when my mum came to visit at that same house, uh, I'll just quickly sort of insert here in a in a round circle, and at that time, I had no idea what she was talking about, and she said she saw him. In the waking state, while I was conversing with her, he was in back of me. She didn't tell me that while it was happening. She left that to herself. She only told me that after another incident occurred for her. And that incident is when she she woke up from a sleep and she was, you know, yelling or startled or whatever. She told me that a man came to her in a dream. He had greased back hair. He was wearing suspenders and that he was crying out for help. And she woke up in a state, I think there's somebody here that needs help. And in the end, she said, I told her about what had happened to you. Yes. And then she told me, okay, I wasn't going to tell you. But while I was speaking with you the other day, I saw this face in a round, she called it a round circle. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I saw him in a spirit orb. It was just, he, he came in a round circle that was pretty interesting for me because i thought okay i i didn't tell her and she was at that time going i'm seeing something but i'm not going to tell her she'll think i'm crazy you know and it was i think it was the grease back hair and the clothes that he was wearing that i thought okay something is something is definitely going on if she is dreaming and seeing and you are also describing the same individual without the two of you you know knowing mm-hmm. each other's experience that's right, yeah, yeah, coincidence, I think not. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, you want to talk about your u f o sightings or yeah, encounter sightings that you had I believe that you had one
1: just one, not as many as you, I think no that was that was the time that I saw something in the sky with you, and that was in the house that you currently live in yeah and we were sitting on the porch one of us saw something i can't remember if it was you or me who first saw it but we saw something in the sky further down the street we walked down from from the porch down into the uh, street and we're standing in the street and looking up at this strange silvery bright thing (laughs) i don't know uh what it was it was it was just it seemed sort of far away-ish, and it was in the mid of the sky, I believe. Now, it wasn't it wasn't a, uh, a sun dog or anything of that nature because the sun was, was behind us, I believe. Yep. So it wasn't something that was glancing off of the sun or its lights, and there was no high rises or anything like that that, that would be causing that. It's a pretty flat and not that built-up area, or at least it was at that point in time. And I remember... Um, being really confused about what it was and wanting to go and see it and think, what, in the, what is that? And like, I'm going to go see what that is. And you were like, no, don't go see what that is. <laughs> uh, you know, just kind of forget about it. It's nothing. Go back in the house was what you told me.
0: Correct. Yes. And it's interesting. First of all, this was a number of years ago. I can't remember the, the exact year, but I'm going to put a time frame in, uh, let's say between I don't know, like seven to ten years ago. Uh, maybe I'm I'm off, but
1: I think I was in high school at that point in time. Um, okay, so that would be anywhere between 2011 and 2015
0: so that's sort of the time frame and I do remember that we were on the porch and I do remember seeing it from my peripheral vision on the right hand side which would have been the east of our street Mm -hmm. where we are where Mm -hmm. where I am sorry and that yeah you walked down and I walked down you said mom come and look We, we walked out into the street and I remember looking around to see if anybody else like is there anybody else here out on the street that can validate what is this thing that we're looking at? Mm
1: -hmm. And I
0: do remember you wanting to go and walk and get closer to it. And I think I've already stated this or written about this, that I was curt with you. And I was like, no, no, we've got to eat supper or something along those lines, Mm because I couldn't see walking towards something that I didn't feel good about. And I don't know why I didn't feel good about it, because mm-hmm. I it didn't register to me what exactly it was, except I know that memory can be a funny thing. And I know that distance is very hard to describe or calculate. And to me, I don't remember having to lift my head up to look at it. Do, no, do you know what I mean? because it was
1: far enough away that, that it was...
0: But in my mind, it wasn't far away. It wasn't like a teeny tiny dot way down blocks and blocks away. That's in my memory that it was quite a, I'm going to say a round object, but it didn't have a definition. There wasn't like, yeah, oh, look, you can yeah. see the circle. You know exactly that that's a sphere. It's like the, the sun. You see the illumination from the sun, that's you know right. that it's yeah. a circle. Um, and I'd say it was hovering. There wasn't really movement. To it no, that no. i remember that you know i'm going back many years uh and i i don't know what it was here's what i found interesting after the event happened you know you went in i went in how many mm-hmm. times did we talk about it
1: not very much i don't think
0: i remember in in all of these years maybe Can't a total of times. like yeah, yeah. handful of times like years in between as well
1: Mm -hmm. yeah well Mm -hmm. and i think that's because we've just had so collectively so many strange things happen to us that i mean for (laughs) myself i sort of brushed it off as yeah okay whatever you know like uh i wasn't seeing see-through people or you know Mm -hmm. seeing these crazy uh things flying around in the air or anything like that so for me on my list of of strange things that have happened, it ranks very, very low.
0: And, it, and that's an interesting point because I've always, and I don't know why, I've always believed in UFOs. I don't know why. I just have. They're not like really high up there on the list. Do, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I find it interesting. There might be a connection between seeing them and maybe other events, but maybe not. Other things have happened. So... I don't know if we have time, possibly, to talk about a kind of a fun little, uh, <laughs> a fun little event that happened, uh, an experience that we both uh, had in this house uh, when you were living here. If my memory is correct, but you can you can clarify for me, your memory is probably still clear. I'd say about this event. That's the time that we were in the hallway downstairs, and you were standing on the step that goes up to the second floor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was in the hallway. And if I was to reach out with both arms, my left arm could probably touch you and possibly my right arm would have been very close to our front door. Mm-hmm. And while, I, while we were there and I was talking, the doorbell rang and we looked at each other mm-hmm. going, huh, "Who?" Would-? it was a step maybe that I had to take. The dog did not bark. That was another interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hear anybody come up on the veranda, usually no. because it's, it's wood and so are the steps. We would have heard somebody, but we didn't. So anyways, I opened the door and there was nobody there. And I looked at you and, and you, you had come off the steps by then. It was like, who, who's here at this hour of the night? I mean, it wasn't that late, but it was probably, I'm feeling that it was like 9.30 or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Open the door, there was nobody there. We were mystified, and then we smelt tobacco. It smelled to me like pipe smoke, and then we started looking around the property. Somebody was here, the doorbell rang, we can smell the pipe smoke, who the heck, where did they go? There was nobody on the street. We we would have seen if there was somebody there, had they ran away, Mm -hmm. or even hurt if they had to go back down the steps, which... We didn't, and then I think we sort of both got into a little panic and wondered if there was somebody around the house. Do you remember that? Yes.
1: Yeah. So I have the the same memory as you, being coming out onto the porch and smelling yeah very strong smoke, thinking, "Well, we definitely it couldn't have been a, a glitch in the the doorbell mm-hmm. function because so obviously it was somebody here." You know, nobody in our house smokes, and there was nobody outside on any of their porches across the street. Mm-hmm. You know, smoking, and it was so heavy and strong that it that it must have been immediately present. And and looking around, and I think at that point, I don't think Dad was home. So He was not. No, yeah, right. So I started to feel kind of scared because, mm-hmm. as you were saying, there was no footsteps and I remember being afraid thinking is somebody underneath the porch is somebody hiding under the car like underneath our car yeah you were
0: afraid does
1: somebody want like does somebody want to try to you know Because you hear things, and and I think this was around the time of the clown epidemic. So my millennials will probably, uh, if there's any millennials who listen to this, I don't know, but they would definitely uh, remember the hold, the absolute hold that that had on us. The doorbell rings, you know, like... Who knows what's gonna happen, right? Could could get crazy. Um, but it didn't. It was it was just really weird. We walked outside and we looked around like you said, and and then I think I looked over and our neighbors to the left of us had just gotten this this new kitten. They never let that thing out of the house, which good, uh, perfect. But it was outside for some reason, and and it was it was sort of weird that I noticed that and thought, why is this? What is this cat doing out here? Like the, the weird, but okay, we're out here anyways, so. Uh, you know, walking over, scooping it up, because it was so small, and going to our neighbor, knocking on the door and saying, like, hey, you know, did you, like, leave your cat out or something? And he was confused, and I was like, how did you get my cat? <laughs> like, you know, I don't let it outside, I haven't been outside, and, and giving it to him, and then saying, by the way, did you, like, happen to, like, come out and knock on our door or ring the doorbell or something like that? Or did you were you outside like weird question unrelated to your cat but were you outside just recently and and he was like no i don't know what you're talking about give me my cat please and then like shutting the door (laughs) that's um that's right and i think the only reason i asked him that was because he smoked or um or we asked him that was because i think he did smoke if memory serves me right
0: he, he did, and and I don't remember the fragrance being tobacco smoke. I remember it for me being pipe smoke. Like I couldn't
1: tell you the difference between. I just knew yeah. it was it was smoke. It was
0: smoke. Yeah, definitely. Thinking that perhaps it it was him that came over. Maybe he was looking for his cat.
1: Yeah, something. You
0: like know, that. or or something like that. Now I'm going to say that I wonder if that doorbell mm-hmm. rang in order for somebody. To find that little fur ball, remember it was mm-hmm. all like you know in a in a circle just yeah cold yeah, yeah. It, cold and um and it was so tiny yeah, uh, it I was, don't know how old it was, it but was, it was so tiny,
1: yeah, you could just hold it in one hand, yeah, but yeah no um that was kind of strange uh i mean again it was sort of one of those things with that didn't really rank too high for me on on the scale of, of weird right. things that i've encountered but it was it was a little um, it was a little weird <laughs> it was yeah it was it was a little weird it was kind of, I suppose, I'm, I'm sort of a fun i got back inside for yeah. sure because yeah. i probably would have um... all's
0: all's well that ends well i guess yeah so these some of these um events You've already mentioned they're not high up there on the scale of weird things. Do you want to come back maybe in the future to talk about some of the, the events that are high up on the scale for you?
1: Yeah, sure. I'd love to do that, Mom.
0: Okay. That, that would be great, Chloe. Uh, one in particular, don't know if this is high on your list or not, was when we both went to the Ottawa Old Jail.
1: Yes. Was that yeah, on? That, does that fall somewhere in the I middle? Would say, I would say that's pretty mid for me. Yeah. Um, that's. Uh, up there (laughs) okay
0: well then we will meet again over the airwaves and talk about some of your mid to high encounters if you want to
1: all righty well thanks for having me on
0: thanks so much for being here chloe all right take care
1: okay bye-bye bye-bye
0: i would like to keep this cast a commercial free zone. In light of that, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channels. All my orb videos are available by using the handle at Spirit Orb Sightings, or visit my new channel with the handle at Orbical Times Podcast. If you've already subscribed, many thanks. For blogs, episodes, show notes, bios, images, and video, please visit www.orbicaltimes.com. If you enjoyed an episode, then please give a like or a share on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, or whatever podcatcher you happen to use. If you've already done so, much appreciated. Thank you for taking your time to visit these Orbical Times. Orbical Times podcast is written, produced, edited, and hosted by me, Kelly Joe, at Studio Spare Room.